Today's episode of Chrome Dome Radio brought to you by Gelno. If you love Jell-O, but the recent Cosby trial has left a bad taste in your mouth, try Gelno, the only major Jell-O brand that has never been associated with a serial rapist. Gelno is a healthy, sugar, and sexual assault-free snack filled with protein and pro-feminist points of view. We here at Gelno respect two things. One, a woman's right to sexual security, and two, the taste of delicious, sugar-free gelatin. No rape culture here, just finely cultured collagen boiled at a respectful distance with no expectations of anything more than a nice meal. Once you taste Gelno, you'll always be a consenting adult when it comes to snack time. It's a snack so good she'll take it willingly. And no one will victim blame, slut shame, or mansplain its many positive health effects. She probably wouldn't understand them anyway. Gelno, we understand that no means no. the wage gap is a myth she told me to check my privilege we never spoke again that makes sense yeah we live oh we're on our, our. Oh. <laughs> hey guys thanks for tuning in today i'm chris i'm zach and i'm jeff once again <laughs> click that subscribe button for a new episode every monday today we're flipping the script a little bit we're going to try a new format um so check it out what we're going to do is we're going to continue the weekly wrap-up, we're going to add a sports segment where we're going to talk a little bit about baseball today and a little bit about UFC, and then we're going to cover a random topic. Today's random topic is Jeff uh, story time with Jeff. Um, so, yeah, what's up, Jeff? What's going on, guys? Not much, man. What's new with you? Hey, nothing much, man. been crushing at school right now. I'm about to have another child right now, so congratulations to me, everybody. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And listen, man, I couldn't have done without my wife for her to lay still and I just give her that seed. How's your jello? Gel no? How's your jello? Gel no. Uh, you know, it's fantastic. You Only know. the good stuff here. Yeah. All right, you guys want to get to the weekly wrap up? Yeah, let's, do let's it. hear it. Here's the weekly wrap up. The reboot of the Predator franchise has been released. To keep up with the times, this version of the Predator is an aging black comedian who harnesses the power of the Spanish fly to, to debilitate his prey. <laughs> Brought to you by the United States Studios, relive your most cherished high school memories this coming of, in this coming-of-age movie. Brett Kavanaugh stars in America's Boofed, the story of the Devil's Triangle. That refers to flatulence. <laughs> And Megadeth announces the Mega Cruise. Metal up your ass! Yes. All right. So let's talk about... Let's talk about the Jiggles and the Wiggles and the Bill Cosby. So did you hear about that? I heard about it on the news. Yeah, the guy guy went to jail. So do you guys think that the sentence was fair? Um, No. No, it's not that the sentence was fair. But for what it's worth, Bill Cosby is 81 years old and legally blind. So... He's eligible for parole in three years, so it's very likely he could probably die in prison in three years. Well, isn't the prison they sent him to like one of those maximum security like? Really, really? they yeah. sent him to, like a, a pound me in the booty prison. That's exactly he, but it. He, he did. But Bill Cosby also has no cellmate either, so that's like half the battle right there. Uh, uh, I, I, thought, okay. I thought he was going to get been... a cellmate who was no. going to help him out. Fuck no, man. <laughs> Shit. Half of this is your cellmate right now. If you go to jail right now and, like, you know, you're not trying to fight over commissary or, like, trying to, like, get your top bunk, that's, like, half the jail right there. Yeah. 
So he's probably going to appeal, and I think they're likely going to appeal for a home sentence so that he's not going to have to spend any time in prison. He, he could just do it. it at home. You don't think he's going to get it? Absolutely not. Do you nah, think so? You think he should have no? no? You think know. he should have gotten more years though? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's the general consensus. Yeah, yeah. and he got three to ten years because what happened was was the uh, the lawyers he had, he was facing thirty years of um, jail time. He had three felony counts of um, uh, you know I, I can't tell what it was like sexual assault or was it uh, like first it, degree it, rape or I don't was, know the legal I mean I, I I can't say exactly but it it was rape though but part of it was he also drugged the women he was yeah. raping as well so it adds more sentence so it's kind of like to a degree. Um, assault with a deadly weapon because just one thing you have a fight that'd be beat somebody with a fucking billy club mm-hmm. that's a whole other situation right there and they have more time to jail but with that being said um, there's enough circumstantial evidence to convict Bill Cosby from multiple people going forward there was a lot of people that actually had say like well this happened and they were able to find evidence about it yeah. and he lost in court and I mean, he spent something like three million dollars in legal defense at least lost. right oh man so because what, what they did was they reduced from 30 years they reduced the three felony counts and merged into one felony count. Mm. So he got three to ten years. Three years is he's eligible for parole and good See, behavior if he lives that long because he's 81 years old and legally blind. See, I don't get it, though. I mean, this is an open and shut case. Everybody kind of agreed. Like, the rumors had been around forever. Um, and, like, what? Do you, what it, under what justification do they give for three to ten? Like, also, why is there a gap of seven years and just like what he's yeah. able to, huh? Because a lot of time what they do is when you get out of jail, that made up time you have is usually sent for probation. So let's just I'm say, for example, he just paid somebody a lot of So let's just money. say, for example, you get a 10 year sentence. He lets you off in three. A lot of times what the judge will do, they'll give you seven years of probation as well on top of that too. So, and, and um, I do want to say this for a lot of people right now who've been incarcerated, been in jail and they're, they're bitching about probation. Probation is one of the, is the number one cause for people going back to jail. That's yeah because uh-huh. of probation violations because yeah. it's like because they're not. But cause, most people on probation don't have a mansion and <laughs> can't no. just like retreat there till the end of their lives. No, for sure they're also not eighty one years old and can die within five years either. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is right now is that guys rich he's gonna live forever. So he's got like that Magic Johnson disease. Yeah, you know what I heard? You know what I heard? Apparently nobody showed up for him in court. Not even his wife. Well, like at split. the sentencing. Gee, oh, they split? I wonder. Well, not, not officially, but she's living out. She's living in Massachusetts right now. Oh, I didn't even hear about this. Yeah, they're, so, not, they're not living together. Imagine how dark, like your life must be if you've just been living this secret life as like a serial rapist for 40, 50 years. Uh, probably that, more. I mean, his whole life. It's so creepy to go back and hear some stuff he said too, like that barbecue sauce clip from the show. Have you oh, seen that one? Nuh-uh. Where he's talking about how his barbecue sauce turns people on. You haven't seen that yet? I can't remember the exact dialogue, but he's talking to his wife in the Cosby show, and he's just saying, you don't know about my... You don't know about my barbecue sauce? I was wondering when somebody was going to do a Cosby impression. (laughs) The wiggles and the jiggles. (laughs) I'm sitting here thinking, it's in bad taste. We're talking about sexual assault. We're also talking about a convicted rapist, so it's okay. I guess so, but man, it's... Like, it was America's dad, though, for the longest time. He, like... If this had come out during its heyday, how far back do you think that would have like set like uh, race relations in the in this country? I'll be honest, probably not, not probably not as much because we're still pretty fairly backwards relationship, but race relationships that we are now. Oh, that's true. But you know, the one thing I but, do want to say, but hold on, but, but the one thing I do want to say is this: um, as far as sexual assault cases becoming more and more serious today, with the Me Too movement as an example, um, however you feel about that right now. 
there's almost some parallels to say like the uh, the drinking driving cases from the 80s right now because drinking and driving back in the day was mostly like frowned upon where it's like you get you get DUI back in like 1980 it's like oh well um we'll just, we'll just drop you off your wife's house you know at your house no big deal but now um sexual assault kids for the most part go unreported and they do get reported they're usually relatively light sentences and now look at Bill Cosby he got three years for multiple sexual assaults for, yeah. and drugging women. And Brock you, Turner and Brock Turner got three months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think? Do you think when? Okay, so do you? He think, was caught red-handed too, right? Yeah, yeah he was caught red-handed by two by, by two men because he was sticking all kinds of stuff in like the women's orifices. Ugh. And they, oh my god, and what a was, scumbag, yeah. man. Do you so, think that they take into account the age of the convicted felon at the point of sentencing? Like, you think the judge was like, "All right, you're 81 years old. Yeah, three years is enough." I don't think so. They take a they take his bank account into absolutely a, into a. That's account. a major factor. Of yeah, that's well. no, it's, it's got to be. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. Yeah, what else are you gonna I don't like? Think I don't think it's ageism. <laughs> 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 All right, so then you know that it it seems like this is actually somewhat at least closely related to Brett Kavanaugh. Now the difference is due process. Due process. Yeah. Absolutely. So making headlines now, obviously, in case you guys haven't heard, Brett Kavanaugh is going to be, uh, he's trying to be the new Supreme Court judge. And uh, he, the he- the hearing was strange today. By the way, we're recording this on a Friday. This doesn't come out till Monday. So what happened today in court, or not even court, in the hearing was uh, they, the, they, they decided that they're going to delay the vote on the floor until mm-hmm. an FBI probe has taken place. One week. One week. The FBI has one week to solve a 36-year-old cold case. Yeah, <laughs> that's but, but what's that was, uh, crazy. Yeah. Like, what are they going to possibly find out? Nothing. That That's what I keep thinking. Like, There's okay, no it's probably a good thing to be doing a check like this, but mm. what are you going to find out 36 years later? They should have... If anybody was actually concerned about this... Uh, I was actually talking to your dad about this upstairs. Yeah. If anybody was really concerned about solving the, the crime... They would have come out uh, uh, with the information like months ago when they got it in the first place, right? And then they would have uh, had the FBI probe started then, and then it wouldn't. We would have avoided this entire circus. But the, it's not about uh, whether or not he did it. It's about delaying the vote until after the midterm elections, or having the vote affect the optics of the midterm elections and making Republicans lose, lose more seats, which is what it will do. Yeah, the timing, it's just like, you, you could, it's like clear as day what's going on. They wanted a circus, they got a circus. Yeah, and it's crazy that somebody, I mean, she really, you know, here's the thing too. I want to know, but there's no way I'm ever going to know. There's no way anybody's ever going to no. know because nothing's going to come out. But I I don't want a, a someone who's going to sexually assault a person in the Supreme Court, nobody wants no, that. Of course not. not. That'd be ter- uh, that'd be terrible. But I have no idea what the FBI is going to do about it. Well, I mean, not only like first, it's an unsolvable case because there's no evidence. There's no like the crime scene has probably been remodeled by now. Like it, you know, it's just there's <laughs> nothing. There's nothing you can do. You can interview people. You have character witnesses for both of them. But the the problem is. You're in a situation where the accusation uh, is of a crime so terrible that it turns the the attention and the vitriol against the accused, regardless of whether or not he did anything. And you probably can't prove that he did anything, but just the accusation is enough to ruin the guy's career, ruin his life, honestly. His kids are getting death threats. His oh kids God. are getting death threats. 
something his parents did. Their parents did. But she's Awful. getting death threats too. Yeah, that's bad too. It's crazy. Now, it is. Like, a, it's a charade. Yeah. It's well. It's not a charade because they, it's serious. It's a real thing. Yeah. Like she accused him. Like either she really thinks that he did it, or she is just very committed to not letting a Republican like uh, judge on the Supreme Court. You know how you could read people. Mm-hmm. And I was watching. Uh, her testimony, and then I was watching his. I can't get a grasp on either of them. I kind of believe both of them. They might both think they're telling the truth. Right, exactly. I don't think either of them thinks they're lying. I think they both think they're telling the truth. Personal witness is the least reliable form Absolutely. of evidence in a court of law. Right. Well, they say for a lot of times, if you're looking for an eyewitness, you don't look at the face. You look for things like tattoos or certain... Um, characteristics of like what would be make that person unique yeah so it's it's hard right now we look at eyewitness testimonies because if you've been a traumatized person it's very difficult to get a, an accurate recollection of what happened and you know i just want to clear up for the for the record right now um i'm not saying that anybody who does who's been sexually assaulted right now um is lying and they should come forward if it happens but it's just it's very difficult right now to prosecute somebody when you have zero circumstantial evidence to get your point across. Well, I mean, forget about circumstantial. You want, like, actual evidence. I mean, you want physical evidence. DNA would be great, but, you know, you can't have it. Not a, not 36 years ago. and It's like, extremely important to speak up as soon as possible. Right. It's, it's easier to say. It's easier said than done. If you have, sure. I mean, and it's nothing, it's an uncomfortable topic because any girl that has this happen to her, I'm or sure man. the very first thing she wants to do is take, well, yeah, or a man. Once uh, she wants to do is take a shower and eliminate all of the physical evidence that there might be. Right, right. Well, you know, it, it it's it's tough to put yourself in. The, you can't you can't possibly put yourself in that position. But the importance, even on a societal level, of of uh, exposing people like that yeah. is crucial. And it takes because, because a not lot of not talking, not not speaking up, could be putting somebody else in danger. Yeah. You have to speak up. You have to expose this person. But I, I this I agree completely. But at the same time, I totally understand why people wouldn't. There's a you know that's humiliating. Yeah, it's ex, it's, excuse me, it's extremely shameful. Yeah. What's also humiliating is how you actually got to that point where that happened, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you can say things as it possible. Your me questions at your fault, though. Should have done something differently. I mean, they were all or, kids at the time, right? Well, yeah, yeah, they're like 15, 15, 16. Six, yeah, something like that. Yeah. But, and um. Did you hear the? Uh, careful with that wire. Did yeah. you? So did you actually listen to the Kavanaugh's testi- testimony? He was, dude. He yeah. was, he he was actually nuts. going off, and some some of his explanations for some of the terminology that I guess he used in the yearbook were kind of strange. Like the say? whole booth thing. <laughs> he was like, he was. That's where the whole flatulence clip came from. This is what he said when they were like, "What's booth mean?" You gotta hit that yeah. on the wire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With, with the flatulence thing, this is what he said. That refers to flatulence. That's when they said, "What's booth?" Okay. That refers to flatulence. Yo, when I was in high school, boof meant anal sex. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't mean flatulence. <laughs> but I was in high school in, you know, 1999 through 2004. And when I was in high school, anal sex meant anal sex. Yeah. <laughs> 2000, 2000 through 2000. And then they asked him about, uh, the, what what does the devil's triangle mean? Jeez. Well, yeah, that, that wire. We got to change that wire. That's bad. So they asked him what a devil's triangle is, and this is what his response was. Devil's Triangle. Drinking game. <laughs> what? What? Okay, so what that sounds like to me is this, you know exactly what this means. I'm going to give you a smart 
answer and you can uh i can't help but think like you know you know how like in the movies where there's some something horrifying happens and somebody's in the center of the room or the hallway and the camera zooms out as like it's zooming in and they're just like alone and centered in the room i feel like he had that moment where they were like devil's triangle and he went drinking game (laughs) 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 you know Circle of death. Uh, I can play circle of death all the time. I, I like I like your explanation better. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, he had a bunch of silly answers to the questions that they were given. They were uh, giving him. Oh, like one was like, "Have you ever drank until you blacked out?" And he's like, "Have you?" Yeah, you know, well, that, like, yeah. I saw this to the, to the Senate, right? Yeah, but I mean, come on, it, because everybody has drank question. too much. And he says he kept saying, "I I like I like beer." I still like. Beer. I, I mean, still like beer. Do you like beer? What do you drink? Because yeah. you know, you, you can answer that as like define like drinking too much. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I mean, he's probably so like over these questions and this hearing at the. All right, so assuming innocent, I'm just assuming everybody in this story is innocent until it's proven well, otherwise. That's what we're supposed to do, right, as Americans? Because I mean, he's accused. He may have done it. He may not have done it. We don't have any proof to. To go on yeah. you know we just have an accusation which is you know unfortunately that's not much to go on because she might really believe that he's he's the one that did it and she might be wrong because her memory is no good after 36 years you know it's she, you know, 100% certainty isn't worth much yeah. I, I'm 100% certain I had bacon and eggs for breakfast like sometime last week but I couldn't tell you which day fair I, enough I could it's every day <laughs> Delicious. I love bacon. I do, I do. One thing that was, what was interesting though is during the testimonials, though, she said she's been talking to her psychologist and they uh, noted that she was talking about this sexual assault back in 2012. Now, that is a little piece of corroborating evidence that, uh, you know, does kind of lean things in her direction. And that's, but it's nothing solid. No, it's not solid, but it just leads to the point where, like, can we look, look a little further and see what's going on with that? Because is it true, though? Is it documented? Yeah. Well, yeah. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was for her. Uh, and she said his name. Yeah. She at least has a cooperating. Mm-hmm. Back in 2012. Like, but nobody at the party, like, remembers it or will or say or says that they, you know, even saw them together. Right. It's a it's a strange thing. I will say like a little bit of anecdotal evidence for happened. This is back when I was in high anecdotal? school. Anecdotal. Am I saying is that, that right? Is that, is that like anecdotal evidence? Sure. Thank okay. you. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I won't say their names right now because they're both Facebook friends of mine currently. Um, I would love to say his name publicly right now, but I'm not sure to be that much of an asshole. Oh, I know exactly who this is. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway, um, my parents were having, having like a small pool, uh, pool party with some of my friends. This is back a in like... Party. A pool party. <laughs> <laughs> Scat party for everybody. <laughs> But um, no, we had a pool party at my house. You know, a bunch of my friends came over and hung out, though. And uh, my friend Kathy went up to my room to go change. And Philip uh, walked in the room. Um, she's already changed at this point. And he dropped his pants. And when he dropped his pants, he started laughing at his dick. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kathy's like seven. Because Kathy's my age. Because she's like 17. Philip was 15. Ugh. No, no last names. <laughs> um, anyway, like she's she's really close to my mother, and she told my mom what happened. So my mom told me what happened, and like I don't know why. I guess I guess to an extent that was probably the funny thing that could have happened because it was like because <laughs> really that's a sexual assault, right? And you showed her, you, it was it was a 
unwarranted. He, he didn't un- ask for permission. No, he just dropped no. his pants on his dick. It was, and uh, she goes. <laughs> <laughs> she pulled a Nelson, and then when she did that, he was just like pulled his pants right back he up. Was like, oh, and then they went back, and nothing Don't. ever happened. Well, that's because it was what, like nineteen ninety something, right? Ninety nine, yes, yeah. twenty years ago. So. I was 17 then, so yeah. Back then ago. it was youthful indiscretion. Today that's, uh, you know, a felony. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, who's who's right, us or 1993? I don't want to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk heavy metal. Megadeth. Metal Cruise. Megadeth announces the Mega Cruise. Blood uh, in the water. And they haven't they haven't actually uh, announced too much about the Mega Cruise other than it's happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you think? You going to go on it? No, because I can't afford $2,000 going on this cruise. Is it actually 2000 bucks? I don't know. I thought I saw it somewhere. I'm rolling with it. But it's got to be a lot of money, right, to see Megadeth going on a cruise? Because to me, it seems like a money grab for Megadeth to try to pull whatever they can before Dave Mustaine passes away from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> because the guy's been a fucking drunk for 40 years. And like, he okay, this is the guy that got... That got Kicked out of, Meg- out of Metallica for being too drunk. Well, right. <laughs> not only that, he he got too drunk and beat the hell out of everybody. Right. He beats up um, um, James Hetfield. That which is impressive because that's not a small man. No, no. I mean, if, I don't know if he fought Lars Ulrich, but that's easy money right oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, Lars Ulrich is so small. When he walked in front of Dave Mustaine, they thought he was his penis. True story. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. And then they laughed at it. <laughs> <laughs> they laugh at it anyway. So whatever. Yeah, if Cliff Burnt was trying out for Megadeth today, I'm not sure we'd hire him on the band. Like, you're an asshole. Fuck the, you. Oh, yeah, he said that. Yeah, it was on, it was on um, the 2003 documentary. What a stupid, stupid thing. Monster. What a stupid thing to even say. Right, because he's a douchebag. Yeah, why, why even go there? It's the most talented dude in the band. Huh? Yeah, I mean, you could argue that yeah, well, they well, went downhill after Cliff. Well, they went not thrash after Cliff. I, you know, I do want to say one thing, though, and um, about Metallica. It's, it's the whole uh, Black Album conversation is... A lot of people shit on that album a lot. No, it's a badass album. It's, it's great. a great album. It's a but, badass But you know album. why I think it's a great album, especially though? Because... Hey, you just the, said... Can I not say that? Yeah, oh, I don't think so. I said it twice it's the, then. It's on the sheet. Ooh, we got to check the sheet as I kick the table. Check the sheet. Can you grab it? Who did? They hit the wire. It's Is that me again? Yeah, I got to get a new wire. Yep. Oh, I owe two bucks. Mm-hmm. I said it twice. That's ten dollars to charity. Yeah, so that far, was guys. the word I said we shouldn't have on there. I know, and I lobbied for it hard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, Jeff, you opted in, right? Oh, absolutely no. not. I was I was too smart for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Zoing. But um, so, how metal is a cruise? Um, I mean, pretty metal. You ever been on a cruise? No, I've actually never been on a. I, I have. Ever. I have. It's not metal. It's if anything, it's ska. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of country vibe I got on mine. Yeah, it's chill. Like Florida, just chill. Florida Georgia line, kind of. I guess I'm I'm kind of hearing myself right now, like on a cruise playing shuffleboard and hearing Dave Mustaine playing The Conjuring, and then people (laughs) just like, "What the motherfuck is this?" Like, he's just playing The Conjuring or like all bunch of albums from uh, Rest in Peace, which is is their best album hands down. You're not you're not playing shuffleboard at all. You are drinking on a cruise. That's all you do I've never been a cruise but you have a funny cruise story if you want to tell it what I don't remember the cruise story um I only heard about this from like my wife and your ex wait a second time. am I doing anything illegal in this story no okay go ahead um 
if by legal you're drinking underage, but sure. Oh, the booze cruise yes. back in uh, the Bahamas, that was not underage because I was in the Bahamas. I was 18. Ah. And if you can reach the bar in the Bahamas, you can buy a drink. It's true. So, so here's a story. I mean, I wasn't on those cruises before I met you guys. Yeah, this was bad. So Aliyah told me the story. And I thought, and this is actually before, she told me the story before I actually met you. Yeah, she did not paint me in a flattering light, I'm sure. I was like, but, but he goes, well, yeah, this guy, Zach, he's like, he got really drunk on a booze, uh, on a uh, booze cruise. And during the booze cruise, there's some guy and I was trying to help him. So he fucking kicks him. Yeah. And no, all right. So what happened was I got so smashed on this booze cruise. I was 18. This is a bad bad decision i'd been drinking all day because i'm in the bahamas and i can drink and as one does nobody nobody can stop me <laughs> so i'm just I drinking the power drinking all day not eating and then i go and um you know we go pay on this to have uh drinks on this booze cruise i get cut off from the bar before we leave the <laughs> harbor <laughs> so and i and I, then i get uh my friend to get me drinks while uh you know he's drinking and i'm like maybe like a buck 42 at this time like it's just i i could not handle the amount of rum i was putting into my system and i'm like so drunk that i'm like weeping on the side of the boat and like getting (laughs) sick and my girlfriend at the time is like trying to take care of me and there's this guy that i uh met earlier and i thought that uh you know he and i were getting along fine he he was a nice dude and we were just you know partying drunk together and he came over, he, was, he shook me while I was like pa- half passed out. I do not, I do not, I never have, you know, dealt well with uh, somebody shaking me or awake or waking me up at all. I'm not a morning person. It doesn't go over well. I uh, ignore my baby's cries in the middle of the night and make my wife take care of it. You should wait at 8 o'clock p.m., but whatever. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, so he shook me and I punched him in the face. And, um, it, uh, it did not have the intended effect, uh, because I was drunk and had no strength. He kicked you, right? Yeah. He, uh, he kicked me in the head (laughs) (laughs) because I, I, as soon as I punched, I stumbled and fell over. And so you're on the ground and he's kicking you in the head. No. So I'm on my, I'm like kind of on my knees and he (laughs) like re like leans back and door kicks me. And, uh, and Morgan, um, my girlfriend at the time, uh, moves her hand in between his foot and my face like a champ. What a great girl. Yeah. So she, he just kicks my head and I, I kind of start crying again. (laughs) (laughs) But you had the hand to cushion the impact. Yeah, a little bit. I got a bloody nose, but it wasn't that bad. And then Morgan talks this guy out of just like tossing me overboard. (laughs) (laughs) He's like 18 year old and super hammered on this fucking boat. And, uh, basically... Like, and great story afterwards is uh, we're getting on the bus that takes us back from the boat to the car, and um, he's getting off of the bus, and I'm like, later, dude. He's like, later, man. And like, we're still best buddies because we've both completely forgotten the incident happened, and then he falls off the bus. Oh, <laughs> my God. I didn't know that. Uh, that's so, nice. Also, Daniel uh, ended up puking on the bus ride back. Oh, fantastic. Which is a great story for uh, Mr. Hester, if he ever... Oop. If he ever comes on. Oh, there Cut you go. Out. Now we know. Cut not that out. Not cutting it out. No, you got nope, to. Not posting. Uh, <laughs> right. So you mentioned Rust in Peace was your favorite Megadeth album. Hands down. What are your favorite albums these days? My favorite albums these days for the 2018 metal playlist I'm listening to right now is Sleep the Sciences, Wattain, Trident Wolf Eclipse, Mammoth Grinder, Cosmic Crypt, Portal Ion... 
and Judas Priest Firepower. That was amazing that you could remember all those. Yeah, it's like yeah. you wrote it down or something. Yeah, I mean, I think I've got a fantastic re- uh, recall in my memory, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, but wanna, I do want to say Metal real names quick, are hard to remember, too. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I do want to say, though, if you get a chance to listen to Portal Ion, it's a really, I don't describe it. it. It is death metal. They're an Australian death metal band, mm-hmm. but it's got the most, like, like textured guitar sounds I've ever heard in my life. Hmm. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. We should check it out after this. Yeah. Absolutely. Hear it. It's just, if you guys get a chance to check it out, it's, 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 I don't want to say it's hard to listen to though, but it's a lot to listen to. Say the band again. Portal. And the album is called Ion. Portal Ion. I, that sounds familiar. Yeah. I might've actually heard it earlier this year. Hmm. Yeah. It's, 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 it's definitely very different, but I really enjoy the album. You'd say it's very layered. Extremely layered. There's, there's multiple things to, to take in. For the guitar, anyway. Guitar tracks and yes. what are the yeah. what are the, some of the uh, most metal moments of your life? Well, I mean, uh, I can see the story for another time was me drinking an entire bottle of tequila playing Circle of Death. That was pretty metal. I was there for that. We played a drinking game that uh, I uh, the the nomenclature of the drinking game is uh, is up for debate. But at the time, I was calling it Gauntlet, and you place eleven cards face down uh, on uh, in a line. And you flip one over, and if it's a number, you just keep going. You flip one over, and it's a face card. You drink the uh, amount of drinks uh, equivalent to this face card. So mm-hmm. a jack is one, a queen is two, king is three, uh, three, and an ace is four. Sure. Jeff went through the deck two or three times with a bottle of ja- uh, Jose, <laughs> Jose Cuervo. Cuervo. That's right. That's Don't you right. generally play this game with beer? Yes. Okay. That is the wise yes. decision. Yes. So I, and I just had this idea in my head. I'm just going to get this dude as drunk as I possibly can. This was early on in our relationship when I had, didn't have the level of love for Jeff that I have now. But, uh, so, and I was a bit of a sadist back then, obviously. And I'm very competitive. Yeah. So Jeff actually ends up drinking himself like sober at one moment and then goes back down to like absolutely hammered. He's lying down lying down on the table with the bottle cradled in his arm like a lover. <laughs> Everybody else in the apartment is uh, all watching uh, a movie, and we're just sitting there watching the movie calmly, and Jeff from a corner, like in, like over on the table where I left him, screams, Everybody stop looking at me! <laughs> at which point everybody in the apartment went, so then <laughs> you are the life of every party buddy. oh he's the best so then like uh, and then um uh if, I'm, if i recall like you and Aaliyah walked into my bedroom yeah i took off all my clothes <laughs> and started puking up blood over my apartment yeah you took your clothes off yeah. again before i left the room Je- yeah. jeff is <laughs> jeff is like stripping nude i'm like hey, let me get out of here and then he pukes a bunch of red crap all over the bed and i'm i'm sitting like me and Aaliyah are talking i'm sitting there like I maybe ate some watermelon. <laughs> watermelon was yeah. it? You sure it wasn't gelno? <laughs> it could have been gelno. Yeah. But then uh, after everybody <laughs> gelno. After I'm sitting there trying to alleviate Aaliyah's worries and make sure that we don't have to go to the ER for the evening because again I don't really care about his health. <laughs> Not at this time. Like uh, as soon as I get that, Jeff gets out of the bathroom still naked and and he's go and he's. I'm asking, we're like looking at the puke bottle. He's like, oh, that's blood. <laughs> He's like, that's effing blood, dude. Oh, no. Yeah. And I'm just sitting, and I'm just sitting there like, 
Uh, I gotta go back to the other room now. <laughs> you know, I, I guarantee from that from that uh from that evening right there, whatever my life expectancy was just got decreased by five years <laughs> at least. Yeah, like I mean, I've already talked about it right now. If I live to seventy, I'm probably lucky. Yeah, it was bad. So I'm trying to make as much money as I can right now, so that like, you know, my daughter can have some sort of inheritance, and then you know, not live off her skeevy ass husband whoever she marries, and that uh, hope the best. He's automatically skeevy ass. Hundred percent. Fuck this motherfucker. <laughs> Jelno tastes like social justice. Yes, it does. Mm. It's delicious. Let's talk sports. Sports. <laughs> Baseball. What you, what's going on in the UFC, guys? Give me a give me a wrap up. Uh, sorry. So first, we need to briefly mention, and this the this will be over by the time this episode airs. But there is an amazing uh, Bellator card, and Bellator, yeah. you do not know what it is. You probably think it's UFC because. <laughs> Literally 60% of Bellator's audience thinks they're watching UFC when it comes on. Can you imagine if Rogan was doing commentary with Goldie? Oh, it'd be perfect. Absolutely. Because the main event for the uh, middleweight championship will be Rory McDonald. The last man to defeat the current UFC welterweight champion. Is fighting the current middleweight champion, Gegard Mousasi, and attempting to become a two-time Bellator champion. Rory McDonald currently holds the uh, the welterweight championship right now. He beat... um. <laughs> Um, Diego Lima. Yep, Diego Lima, who's from Atlanta. What's up? It, for, for sure. Mm-hmm. And he um, beat him in Killer. a decision. So his his goal when he came to Bellator was he wanted to become a double champ. Now, to put in perspective how rare a double champ in mixed martial arts is. It's been like five, right? I was like Randy Couture. Randy Couture, BJ Penn, George St. Pierre, Conor McGregor, Daniel Cormier. And if you want to go to other organizations... Um, David Branch was a double champ over in a World Series of Fighting. He's yeah, a, but are we really going to count WSOF? No. No. They're B-League. Yeah, come on. They're C-League, dude. Oh, that's rough, man. Isn't I it, mean, it, it, it's a shame, though, because I would love to have seen... Um, actually, I don't know why I keep associating uh, Ben Askren with that league, though, because he always fought for uh, Bellator in World Series of Fighting. Yeah. Or not World Series of Fighting, uh, 1FC. Real quick, so we can check on Monday uh, to see who was right, though. Uh, who you got, uh, Gegard or Rory? Gegard. Gegard. down. You think so? No, no, no bones about it. No, he fucks him up. You know what? Just to be contrary, I think I'm gonna take uh, Rory. Then I think he he gets it done with his wrestling. You think so? I think so. I think Gegard is a good wrestler too, though. He's he's a decent wrestler, but he has been out grappled before. And it's a lot Ro- bigger though. Mm, is he though? Like, what's a what's his his height? And uh... he's about six two. Um, walks okay, around probably about uh, probably walks around like. I probably guess 215. Rory is not a tiny welterweight, okay, though. Put this and way. he is a great grappler. He is. He's a fantastic grappler. But also, Gegard also was um, the Strike Force light heavyweight champion as well. Yeah, that's true. He's not a small dude. And Rory's nose is made out of, like, gravel and a sock at this point. Right. I mean, he punched him in the nose right now. His nose collapses like... He's been hit Like fucking so uh, Kavanaugh's career in the uh, Senate. God bless Robbie Lawler. Oh, yeah, man. That's a shame that dude's kind of on his way out. Because I would love him to have another run. Yeah, you know. I mean, you're not going to have a run when you've had that much, you know, uh, wear on the tires. Anyway, though, all of that is ancillary. There also is the first, uh, real quick, there's there's two other noteworthy things on this card, and that's Aaron Pico, who's going to be a crazy killer someday. Yeah, he was a boxing and wrestling champion in high school, and he's been just fighting, like, killers right off the bat. He's doing really well in his professional career and yep. uh you'll be hearing great things from him later on second thing is it's the first uh, 
part, uh, the first round of the welterweight Grand Prix, which is a welterweight tournament, all the best welterweights in um, Bellator. And Bellator actually has a comparable welterweight division to the UFC. Absolutely. At the top level, anyway. Like, the top 10 there is really, really good. Lima, Larkin, uh, some good guys in that division. MVP, which we're supposed to think is good. But anyway... Paul Daly. People matchups, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's going to go on, and that's going to be interesting, too. Now, the real big news, though, is next week, the fight we talked about last time, Connor versus Khabib, is coming up on Saturday. And they also had a press conference recently, which was just pure gold. It was so much fun. The, uh, the, best, uh, the best part of it, I think, was Connor started lecturing... Um, Khabib on the history between Dagestan and Chechnya, Chechnya yeah. which was uh, complex and filled with racism. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, one thing you got to give Connor, he's, he's a pro wrestler through and through as far as what the promos go. He just lays into these dudes and is not afraid to shy away from like ethnic or nationalist like uh, narratives and he he works up the base, man. I mean, the Irish yahoos follow him everywhere, and usually scream obnoxiously at every little quip that he uh, he throws out there. But the UFC, for whatever reason, decided that nobody was going to be allowed into this press conference except for press. So all of these clever quips that he's usually landing, it's a shame. just crickets. Yeah, they crickets. don't land. But I'm still laughing at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you, I mean, do you feel like Conor McGregor is a, uh, a xenophobic person? Yes. Absolutely, right? Well, all right. First off, he's a cisgendered white male. I mean... From Ireland. Ableist. Come on. Like... <laughs> I mean, he's he's privileged as can be. So, yeah, of course, he's, he's, a, he's a racist, sexist, homophobe, KKK member. So actually, he uh, he came out in favor of gay rights. So I shouldn't say that. McGregor so, did you know, just yeah. um, just a quick um, in the UK. You know, just quick um, um, brief overcast. We talked about this in the, in the uh, third podcast. But how do you like Connor's chances against Khabib? Because I think he's got a pretty decent chance to knock him dead. I like it. I, I honestly, man, I'm tired of uh, being wrong when I pick against him. I've picked against him a bunch of times, and I'm just it's at this point he's got this air of destiny about him that. Um, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable. You remember back in the day, I would never pick against GSP. Right, or Anderson Silva. Yeah, well, I was I ended up being wrong about that one. <laughs> well, I mean, how could you not? He had t- he had 14 wins in a row and 10 title defenses in a row. I mean, yeah. how could you not? Right. I mean, he was almost a sure thing. I mean, he's also doing it at, at what, 38 years old when he lost his, his first UFC finally, fight? Finally, finally. I lost yeah. my mind when he won that fight. I was, to, I was to, upset. Uh, Chris Weidman. Just fuck Chris Weidman. I'm not a fan of him. Eh, well, you know. I, I mean, that's your boy and all. Yeah, but. I like Chris. Chris Weidman. He's a good guy. So you're but, going McGregor? <sighs> yeah, probably. I'm, yeah? I'm, I'm, I'm probably like, if I had a, if I had a really bet, it's going to sound like a shit answer, but... Fifty-one percent goes to McGregor. Forty-nine percent goes to Khabib. That's a, that is a it's like such a hard fight to pick. I it would really not is. be I would not be surprised to be wrong at all. Khabib is a an absolute killer in his, wrong, in his own right. Uh, he's a huge lightweight. I mean, yeah. way too big for that weight class. Yeah, he was bigger than Connor, and then also yeah. you know his his training partner is the uh, the current UFC light heavyweight and heavyweight champion Daniel Cormier, who's a you know, a run up to the NCAA championship and a uh, Olympic uh, wrestler, yeah. and he gives him a lot of problems. Considering how much smaller he is, wrestling, too. wrestling yeah. with a man who outweighs him by like sixty pounds. Yeah, he's and he holds his own. Yeah, that's saying a lot. It's insane. 
So I'm uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, what? Am I out of time here? We gotta move on. All right. All right. Well, nobody likes MMA, so why don't you talk about baseball? I mean, you're gonna introduce it that way? Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you do your thing. Well, you, get, you you couldn't come up with a segue. You just gave me I the was little like, wrap it up. I was like very like discreetly saying, hey, man, you're past five minutes, and like, he's got to call me out on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I think I'll, that was a pretty solid way of handling that. Why don't you, why don't you just interject? <laughs> I didn't interject. You I should. Was, you should. You should be like, hey, you know what that reminds me of? Chris, you, 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 no, <laughs> you know Chris. what this conversation reminds me of? Major League Baseball. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. Go ahead, go ahead, Chris. Do your thing. Well, yeah, you know, if you'd waited a little while longer, we could have talked about John Jones and steroids, and then you would have had an end. Yeah, actually, that would have been a really good end. But yeah. how much longer do you need to get the John John Jones and steroids? Like eight seconds. All right, go for it, John Jones. Hey, baseball. Cooking <laughs> 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 steroids. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, uh, baseball. Big news out of the MLB this week. Postseason starts. Uh, the first wildcard game is on October 2nd. Milwaukee Brewers versus either the Dodgers, the Cardinals, or the Rockies. Again, we're filming this on Friday. That could change over that will change over the weekend. The season ends on Monday. The uh, AL wildcard game is October 3rd. That will be against the Oakland Athletics and the New York Yankees. The only thing to determine in that game is who will get home field advantage. Uh, the, the magic number for the Yankees is down to one if they take... Uh, they win any of their games over the weekend against the Red Sox. They get home field advantage in that game. Uh, what I wanted to talk about with baseball is this new wild card thing that's been around since 2012. So prior to 2012, there was only one wild card winner. The one wild card winner would play in the division series against the top seeded team. So, for example, if you had the best record in the American League, if you won the wild card in the American League, you would go on to play that team. Mm. They changed that in 2012. There are now two wild card teams from each league. The two wild card teams go toe to toe in a one game playoff. So, a lot of fans of the sport, it's kind of split. You know, you talk to different people, they say they don't like this game. A lot of people like this game. Personally, I'm kind of in support of it. I like it because I, I generally think if you're a wild card team, you didn't do your job in winning the division. You're kind of luck. You, you're there somewhat luckily, right? Yeah. So, and I know other leagues, you know, like foot, we were just talking earlier, football does this, but the difference is it's kind of like an elimination tournament throughout the entire football, plays football one game, for their, playoff, one game for their playoffs. Baseball, you play series. So the division series is best out of five, then the championship best out of seven, same things with the World Series. So a lot of baseball fans say it's not it's not true baseball for it to come down to just one game. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. So you th- what, do you, what do you do instead of the one-game playoff? Doubleheader. Oh, so you play two games? Why not? So best out of three then? No. Yeah. Well, doubleheader. What, what if they split the doubleheader? Whoever made more points. Oh, that's no. interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I still, I still, no, I still, because you want to be able to do it in a day. I, I still think the best two out of three was, I think, is a better way to do it though. Right now, well, but you're you probably know, right, but I like my idea. I'm sticking with it. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? With the double header though, you're gonna go through all your pitchers. Good. You're gonna wipe the whole. You team should. Clean. You should be at a disadvantage because you're well, the wild card. You, well, even you are at a disadvantage with the one game playoff because you still have to use your best player in that game, your mm-hmm. best pitcher. So then you're going from that game. You're if you win that game, you've already used your best pitcher. Then you have to go play the best team in the league. 
Good. So you're so, already at a disadvantage with the one game playoffs. So, so let me ask you a question because I'm, I'm not a, a build a better big, pitching staff. Okay, so I'm not I'm not a baseball fan. Be the Braves a, in the '90s. But, but why did they go to the um, the wild card for uh, baseball? Like, what was the reasoning behind it? Th- more games, more games. More so games. what it, what it used to be is it would be like the, there were only two divisions in each league, and the winners of the two divisions would go play in the World Series. Then they started adding playoffs. So and in each round of playoffs, they can sell more merchandise. So they added mm. like you know, so so it, to make the so that they could have enough rounds of playoffs, they wanted four teams at the time. You know, back then they wanted four teams to be in the playoffs so they can have two rounds of playoffs and then the World Series. Now they added technically added a round of playoffs in that in the form of a wild card game. That's insane because I'm telling you right now, baseball's got like 162 regular yeah. season games, and it's like, can you imagine the uh, the discussions among owners? Is like, what does baseball need? Mm. <laughs> dude, 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 I got it, I got it. <laughs> what if? No, no, hold, 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 hold. Hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> More baseball games, huh? Dude, what if we had like 500? Would that be awesome? Dude, dude, you're <laughs> why stop baseball. there? A thousand. Just put more players on the team, dude. You're around baseball. Can you imagine we have like fucking the New York Yankees versus like? The uh, San Salvador like pirates or something. <laughs> the San Salvador pirates or, or the Somalian pirates. <laughs> Somalian pirates. Listen, Listen guys, read the wave of the future. Puerto Rico is gonna be a state. We let the Canadians in there. We might as well put the Puerto Ricans in into, as well. Right? <laughs> There's more. Come on. Dude, Let's just the whole build fu- a stadium. Dude, the whole league's Puerto Rican anyway, and Cuban, so whatever. <laughs> Dude. The Havana Communists, we can do that. Oh, that'd be a great team. The Havana really- Communists. Red Dude, outfits. We- <laughs> dude the best players play Who's for their like, mascot the best players play for like a, a, a bear a, a, right no, like a russian the, bear the, yeah. the, the, the best players play for like a like a flat screen tv and a steak <laughs> <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't if you're not on first if you're still in triple a you get like chicken and rice that's yeah. the, <laughs> if we feed you at all yeah how, how bad do you want it guys that's double how bad do you want it double a gets a meal a week <laughs> <laughs> the, the Havana Cadillacs, everybody. You heard it here first, the Havana Cadillacs. You heard it here first. <laughs> All right, we're going to get to our random topic of the day now. It's Je- <gasps> it's story time with Jeff. Ooh, I like this story. Jeff, <laughs> tell me about uh, your uh, recent adventure with uh, babysitting your friend's dog. Well, my friend's dog, um, he went to go with, with his girlfriend to Miami for his birthday Sounds like a fantastic trip. Respectable. And I've watched his dog, King. I mean, I love the dog to death. And What he, sort of dog is it? King's is a, uh, it's just like Dio. He's a lab pit bull mix. Black, um, you know, black lab pit bull mix. Very sweet dog. Very energetic, but. About what size? Um, probably 65, 70 pound dog. He's pretty a good size. Big dog. Yeah, he's a big dog. But he's also not neutered either. And he <laughs> likes to hump everything. everything. He humps, humps things. So. But you know, I don't know if it has anything to do with my wife being pregnant. Because when I picked him up from the house, he was just fine. And he gets to the house, he kind of like, you know, sits my wife a little bit and sees Akita. And he could not stop humping my dog. <laughs> like, there's nothing I can do about it. I, and, and then, like, Kia's trying to bite the dog. And the dog's like, yeah, but I want to smash. <laughs> it's the equivalent, of like, it's equivalent of, like, of, like, a woman, like, trying to, like, go to a bar and spit, like, battery acid in a dude's face for wanting to keep, wanting to smash. He's so, like, King, King's, yeah. King's last name's Cosby. Ooh! <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, because I like King. All right, fine. Yeah. I need some gel now. Yeah. <laughs> gel no. So, King. Finish no matter early. what, though, like I mean, I try to do things like, well, maybe he needs more exercise. So I started walking King around the neighborhood. It's like one o'clock in the morning. He won't stop scratching the door and barking. 
Because I put Keita in the in the uh, living room. I had Keita in our room. He goes, she starts crying. Goes, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, maybe need more exercise. And I'm just, you know, I'm exhausted. So I start walking King around the neighborhood, and he still wants to keep. He still wants to keep pumping. And I'm like, dude, I can't do this. I gotta go be at work at seven. So I eventually put King in like the game room, put a bunch of like barricade, you know, barricades and stuff on yeah. there, so he won't get out. And you know, my friend lives out in Powder Springs, which is a good 35, 40 minutes from me. So I'm like, dude, this isn't gonna work, man. Because like, um, I asked Aaliyah like when she before, because um, she goes to work after I do. Um, how's King holding up? Like, nope, he still wants to hump. I'm like, oh my god, I can't do this. With my dog, my dog's also ten years old, by the way. <laughs> And she's got bad hips. <laughs> so anyway, you know, I had to put Akita in, in my bedroom and, and uh, King in the living room. So we gave the dog food and water. And he's still scratching the door and doing all this stuff. So I'm like, dude, like, dude, if I have to go to, go to Powder Springs every day to feed and feed and uh, take care of this dog, I'm going to lose my damn mind. But I'll do it because I want the dog to suffer. So I came up with one of my brilliant ideas. I called the vet that's, that's close by. And told my situation. The situation was my male dog is trying to help my female dog. For a certain amount of money, will you relieve my dog? Will you and what? We relieve the dog. <laughs> you asked the vet to relieve your dog? Yes. So they, so they asked, like, what do you mean by relieve your dog? Will you masturbate my male dog? <laughs> <laughs> so there, so there's, there's a hundred positive phone. And I'm like, so... Is that a service you provide? Like, <laughs> why would go, you think they would do that? I just want to know <laughs> because I mean, I feel weird because I don't want to like you know like jerk off a dog <laughs> because I'm like you can tell he needed it badly, so I'm like yo I don't want to just like you know without consent jerk off my homeboy's dog because I'm like that's just fucked up. <laughs> so I'm like but my face I'm gonna do it. Is that something we could do? Do you at least have any puppy playboys? Good, good boys? Well, I, I mean, no, I had nothing like that because, like, you know, all my shit's on the internet. But, like, so I was like, so I was like, yo, hold on a second. So I called them up and I asked about this. They had this awkward pause on the phone. I'm like, hello. And they're like, no, nah, we, we, we don't, we don't, like, do the dogs. So I'm like, okay. So, I mean, is it like a money thing or how does this work? Like, like, no. Does it come down to money? Because we spare no expense. I, I thought I could give him like forty dollars. Name like, a number. Your finest Asian on. veterinarian. So, so, so I asked, like, I'm like, you know, like, is there any way that dogs are like artificially intimidated? Can you use like his like a seed for anything like that? Just to, I mean, he might be good. I don't know. But what I'm saying is like, I still wanted to like drive my way to Powder Springs. So I'm like, this, that's like, five, like you know, like seriously, like three minutes from my house. It's more of an economical move than anything. Uh, so it's a matter of practicality, ma'am. Absolutely. So I told I told him I, I told my friend about it too, and he didn't respond back with a text message. So I don't know if he was just like, you know, he knows my ridiculousness. So I don't know if he was going to respond back or or was like, so hold on a second. Like first off, you're, you're doing my dude to get my dog to get jerked off in like a a vet. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, because needed it because like. I can't have him in the same room as my dog because he's trying to hump. So I figured maybe just for like, if, if he buys me a few days, I'll pay it. No big deal. You know, the what, is, what is the maximum amount of money you would have been willing to pay to have a... Uh, 40. A... 40. <laughs> <laughs> if, he said, if he said 50, I'd be like, nah. If, if he was like 43, 37. No, get fucked. It's $40 all day. 
So, you know, when I asked him that, there was just, I think mean, I mean, they're more perplexed. Like, has anybody ever asked that? They're like, well, why can't I be a service? Why can't I be a service right now if you're dog sitting right now? Because, like, I don't feel comfortable. What kind of world is this? Well, so I'm saying, man, though, I can't I mean, take I his dog feel, and get relieved at the bed. <laughs> so, I, I, don't feel, I don't feel comfortable oh. mastering a male dog because, like, first off, like, oh. a dog didn't consent to me doing it, though. I feel like it'd be like a violation of the terms of our agreement. So I don't want to do that. But if you go professional, it might, it might be a little different, though, right? Right. Yeah, right. That's medical. I, I, I thought so. So what, I mean, so you know, what? I, I don't have rubber gloves. I don't have a sterile environment to do this in. It just so happened. It, <laughs> so what, all right, Guys, so. it just <laughs> happened. <laughs> so after the, uh, so after the, like, most awkward part of this conversation uh, goes on, then what uh, what happens? Well, the lady, lady kind of politely said, professionally said that, no, we don't masturbate male dogs. <laughs> And I said, "Well, okay. Well, thank you for thank you very much for your time. After me trying to like you know barter money, yeah. Because I was like, because I was trying to explain the situation too. Was like, I want to drive to Powder Springs and drop off the dog. Could you just take care of it, and I'll give you money? <laughs> like, now, if like, I were... like, 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 not like a hooker, because... <laughs> not like a, any kind of dog hooker. <laughs> but so, what I'm saying is like, it's so just... my favorite part of the story that uh, you told me the first time you told me was um, when." You were trying to get off the phone with they asked for your name and you refused to give it to them. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that because I take my dog there. So my name's on record. I could have used Ron Mexico, which I really should have done if I was thinking about it. You should have used Ron Mexico. I am that's Ronald I, Mexico. That's where I fucked up not using Ron Mexico. Now, if I used Ron Mexico, I could have done that. But, you know, it's just I, I, knew, I wasn't thinking. And my first reaction was not to give him my real name. See, so I was like, Fuck. This, this is why I regret feeding you all of that tequila that time because I'm gonna I'm denied five more years of this. <laughs> <laughs> he's this bad in his thirties, people. What do you think this guy's gonna get into in his eighties? <laughs> I just turned thirty six in you know, a couple weeks ago, so well, you look happy good. birthday <laughs> well, to nice you. you. All right, guys. We're not oh, gonna let's that's stop. This, this is over. Hey, oh, it's done. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get a new wire. Yeah, please. Hey, thank you for joining us today. Find us on all the social networks. The Twitters. The Twitters and the Instagrams. We have Instagram. Yeah, I'm going to start a LinkedIn page. We Oh, we don't have a name LinkedIn. Do that. No, yeah. Oh. We have a Twitch account, but I don't know how to use it yet. Oh, we'll figure it out. And then we also have a DTube account. Ooh. DTube is, well, we should talk about that in the next episode. It's a decentralized uh, version of YouTube. It's actually pretty cool. It runs on a blockchain. Yeah. Cool. I know that. Regardless, awesome. I digress. Uh, we're out of here. We'll see you next Monday. Peace. Bye bye, guys. <laughs>